Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Welcome to Girl Talk. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Girl to Talk. Girl Talk. <laughs> This week, it's huge. Huge. I mean, we've almost gotten taken out like 12 <laughs> million times this week, so. I mean, man. I mean, it's, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's We're, so good. Know. And it's so, it's so good and so important and so huge what we are talking about this week. This week. Yeah. <laughs> this week. This huge week. <laughs> oh, wedgie. Um, <laughs> okay, so last week, if you weren't mm, with us, you so good. need to go back so and watch sweet. that too. So sweet, but so this week sweet. isn't sweet. No. <laughs> but we love you, yeah. and it's spring, Yay. and all the pink flowers are coming out. Yeah, you just hold flowers. on to that life of spring because we're about to talk about death. Ooh. So. But, Jesus said... When you lose your life, mm. you actually gain it. Yes. And everything's white and pink, happy. Yeah. And when happy. we crucify ourselves, that's where we actually find life. So, mm -hmm. you know. Yep. Hopeful. Okay, so last week we talked about... Relationship with Jesus. Mm, so best. sweet. <laughs> He's the biggest bodyguard. Yeah. The, just Like, when I think about Jesus, I think about... My own personal bodyguard. Mm, yes. <laughs> but also, like, a big, those big, huge Costco teddy bears. <gasps> yes. Like, times infinity. Well, I mean, big enough to, like, hide behind. Yeah. And, and big, big enough, enough to, just, to like, just swallow you up and yeah. squeeze you with hugs. It's <laughs> perfect. Uh -huh. And then you go jump on the trampoline with them. You're yes. like, Whoa! Oh, my gosh. Yes. Confetti everywhere. Uh -huh. That's yep. Jesus. And then, yeah. And then when you're mad at him. Not at him, but at somebody. You can just hold him, and you can talk to him, and you can yell at him, and then you can turn him around and have him talk to somebody else that you're mad at. Oh, yes. Go get him. <laughs> I'm just imagining you, like, holding out a big teddy bear. Yeah, but, you have to have, like, the face change. Though. Yeah, definitely, like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's perfect. It reminds me of the sons of, I'm going to call you the sons of thunder. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Please go watch The Chosen. Definitely. Yes, The Chosen was so good. And yeah. if you can find the episode, I think it's called Sons of Thunder. Yeah, I really think it yes. is. Yeah. Whew, every day. Man. Every day. All right, yeah, so, so last week, our relationship with Jesus. That yeah. was really good. Go watch it for sure because mm -hmm. you definitely, we have to know our relationship with Jesus. We have to know Jesus who he is, what he's done for us, like what it even means to have a relationship with Jesus before mm -hmm. we can really know about this relation that we're going to talk about today. Which is the relationship with me. Me. Myself. Ourself. And I. Yes. Yourself. <laughs> yes. And really it goes back to our identity. We talked about identity for a whole semester mm -hmm. and it's because it's so, I mean, especially now, like it is the attack, like Satan is attacking who we are and especially like he's making us doubt who we are not even know who we are just everything that we see like in the news on social media like everything that the enemy is doing mm -hmm. is attacking who we mm -hmm. are and so it's really important because we have to know like who we are we have to know ourselves like really to be able to like live out any other relationship and that's mm -hmm. why this one is like 
so huge because I mean honestly your relationship with yourself can like take you down like yes I mean completely if you don't Mm -hmm. have a healthy view and relationship like with yourself and who God made you to be and who like you know you are and who God says you are every day who God our creator says you are right because you we hear all the wrong voices every day every day we hear other people telling us what we should be what they think who they think we Mm -hmm. are who they think we should be we see social media giving us, you know, here's what you're supposed to look like. And then we've got, you know, the news and um, school curriculum changing every day. And Disney's telling us what we should be now. And just so many things are maybe questioning who we Mm -hmm. are and what we like and what we want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's making us question ourselves. So, y'all, it is so important that we know what God says, God the creator and sustainer of all things. By his word, the heavens and earth was made and the earth is the Lord and everything that is in it and the life and breath of every living creature is in his hands. So let's dig in to see what this says because y'all, there's a lot of stuff here and we've been studying this probably for three weeks. I mean, yeah, we've been I studying mean, it for a long, long two time, years. but we've put it together over the past three weeks and it doesn't, it doesn't even cover everything, but we're just trying to kind of squeeze it into a little bit just to hit some high points. And there's so much more that you can go on rabbit trails within Oh, all those of are my favorite. I love those. <laughs> so, my favorite is I'll like go off something and I'll come and I'll have like five five pages of notes and I'll mm-hmm. like send them down in front of Lindsay and then she'll be like, what is this for? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just spent a whole day on it because it just was so interesting and so good. Like mm-hmm. the Bible the other day, I was like, oh, I cannot believe just everything. Like I was literally just like, this is crazy. There's so much in here. There's so much. And y'all, God is so amazing and so big that we can never know him and everything about him. But he loves to share with us everything that we try to find out about him. So, um, recap of last week. We talked about how um, Jeremiah 29 11 says that God has plans for us. 1 Peter 2.9, Ephesians 3.10 says that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he's already planned in advance for us to do. Um, He protects us because the angel of the Lord encamps around those who who fears him, Um, and he provides for us. His word says that he's given us everything that we need, and he will supply all of our needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So, um... Let's get going. Yes. All right. First, it's Colossians 1. Okay. Colossians 1, 21. Yes. This right. is talking about who we were. Mm. Okay. Yes. Before we met Jesus. Before we, before he loved us so much and we realized that we were brute beasts before him. That's in Psalms. It says that he, we were brute beasts before him. It's song, uh, Colossians 1, 21 says, once... You were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. Ooh. Verse 22 says, But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So when we are 
born again, we're in Christ, we're new creations. The old is gone and the new has come. Okay. So Galatians 2.20 says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So God's truth is, God's word is true mm -hmm. and powerful. How we actually flesh that out every day is in worship. And we talk about acknowledging our sin, acknowledging, you know, are we choosing to obey God or to follow our flesh in every situation. And when you think back to this verse, Galatians 2.20, you're like, oh wait, I don't have to fall to that temptation mm -hmm. because it's not me anymore. It's Jesus in me. I can, um, in, by Holy Spirit, be strengthened against this temptation to sin. And so that is the daily choice to surrender yeah. and die to our flesh. Yeah, and like we're going to talk about this, but it just really takes off. I mean, it takes off weight. It's not like that it's not hard anymore because you're not actually living God. It's, like, it's not that it's like it's still a fight against our flesh mm -hmm. every day. But it is so much like of a relief to realize like, oh, wait, like not that it's just God doing it, but, like, it's not, you're not by yourself, which is something, mm -hmm. I guess, like, for me personally, I can say, like, that's the relief for me is knowing, like, oh, wait, I'm I'm not alone, like, I'm not having to fight this alone, like, it's not me mm -hmm. that's living, like, it's, it's Christ mm -hmm. living through me. Yes. And, like, that's a really cool part of just realizing, like, when we, when we know our relationship with Jesus, that's how we know ourselves. Right. And so, like she said, it's hard. It's hard, but when you have that knowledge and that truth and that daily minute-by-minute minute conversation with Holy Spirit saying, okay, help me out of this, mm -hmm. then that hard leads to joy. Yeah, and you but, want it. Yeah, and Jesus said, and we talked about this last time, that you're going to have troubles in the world. Yeah. We're always going to have trouble, whether, but usually when we're following Him, it's through persecution because... Mm -hmm. Troubles kind of come in two different ways, either trouble from sin or trouble from righteousness. And trouble from righteousness leads to good things, mm -hmm. but trouble from sin leads to shame, yeah. fear, just a continued life of fear because you feel like you're living alone. Right. And so you're just kind of trying to please whoever you're yes. with or please Which yourself. Which we talk about that late, like mm -hmm. a little bit later, more mm -hmm. in depth. But. Yeah, so you're... So either way, you're surrendering mm -hmm. to something. Right. You're either surrendering to Jesus or yes. you're surrendering to your flesh, which Romans says that we're either a slave to sin or a slave to righteousness. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, and either one, they're both going to be hard, yeah. but in the end, that's what we're talking about today. In right. the end, where do you want to yes. be? Because we talk about that in worship too. Just like mm -hmm. you, we're always worshiping something because we were made in the image of God. Like we were made to worship. Mm -hmm. And so what you choose, your choices every day show like what you worship. Mm -hmm. And there's a way we talk about, I mean, we're talking about our relationship with ourselves, but there's the unhealthy, like you can hate yourself you can love yourself in Christ's way, or you can worship yourself. So there's there's those three steps of like you're either three, pretty much one of the three. You, you're hating yourself, like rightly, rightfully loving yourself, or you're like, look at me, I'm the best. And that's not where we want to be either. We right. have to find like that humility in Christ to like know who we are, mm -hmm. and like know that like. You know, we're not higher than everybody, but we're also not lower than, you know, the lowest right. of worms. But we're like Jesus who came to serve. Yes. And so we're valuable because we're made in the image of Christ. Yes. So we don't mind 
not being in the spotlight, but serving others. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, Perfect. So that, all that to say, I love this, um, what we have here, and I, I want to read it because, to paraphrase it, just doesn't get the point across. Um, so if you don't surrender your life to God, because we're going back to talking about right. the two options, um, the two options when we experience hardship. Um, when you avoid a surrendered life to God and just love yourself and follow your own ways and the world's ways, you are being usually being led by fear. Mm -hmm. And living in fear leaves our hearts vulnerable to the deepest emotional pain. Mm, so good. And that, I mean, that sums it all up, yeah. but those words are really important. The deepest emotional pain, and I know we've all been there. Mm -hmm. Like, you've been there, and I've been there. We've all been there. Um... But when we juxtapose that to, mm -hmm. and I love that word because juxtaposition is a sharp contrast and a life of fear or a life surrendered or maybe even just a, being a slave to sin versus a slave to righteousness with a surrendered life to Jesus, he says, consider it pure joy when faced with trials of many kinds because the testing of your faith produces perseverance mm -hmm. and perseverance must finish its work so that in the end you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Okay, which again leads us to the final point. So we've got a lot of stuff to cover, yeah. so we've got to make sure we stay on track. Um, so the decision is clear and easy, yes. but we have to continue to put God's Word in to make the right choices. Yeah, that goes back to like just the fact of when we don't know ourselves like that clear and easy decision like it's impossible you know right when we don't know who we are or what God's word says about who we are right mm -hmm. nobody knows who they are until they really meet Jesus right otherwise you are just being tossed about yeah because if you don't know Jesus you don't know yourself because you're made in the image of God and so is Jesus so mm -hmm. it's like what yeah right. it's like because you <laughs> it's, it's really like, it's messy. It's, like, so complicated, but also so simple. Like, it's mm -hmm. the complex, like, simplicity of just, like, God made us for His purpose. Mm -hmm. But, like, that doesn't make sense unless you know Him and know His Word and know how good He is. Like, even in the hardest mm -hmm. moment of life, like, mm -hmm. He's still good. And because He didn't cause that pain. And He didn't cause what... Like, that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about living in fear, like... When we live in fear, it's because we don't know. Like we're not, we're not choosing it. We're not. We don't know it. Like we're not saturating ourselves with like His Word, and we're trying to do it on our own. Which is this whole point of knowing yourself. Like when we get so stuck in our own fleshly thoughts, like it destroy. I mean, you're just wrecking. You are because wrecking. you're you're trying to figure out what you like, but what do you like based on all the other things and people around you, and so. You know, if you're 13 years old, you've got everybody in your class. You've got all the TV shows, all the movies. If you like to read, all the books and the characters mm -hmm. and what they're like. And then you've got all these influencers everywhere yeah. that that you want to follow or be like. Or, like literally their or, purpose in life is to post something to make you think that you want it. Yes. And so why do you want to try to keep up with... 300,000 different things mm -hmm. that are out there. There's no way you could scroll and see everything every day and see yeah. what everybody posts. 
or watch all the movies that all your friends are watching. I mean, and, and all that stuff, like we weren't made to copy other people. Yeah. We were made to worship. Mm-hmm. We were made to worship, but we weren't made to worship everything else. We were made to serve, to worship yeah. God. And so our greatest joy is going to be when we, when we know him and follow him and live like him. Yeah. Serve like him. You got to know what kind of eggs you like, you know? <laughs> right. So, okay. We need to get to this because there's a lot here. Um, oh, it's our favorite. Okay. Second Peter 1. Second Peter 1, y'all. This is... This is it right here. This is like everything. This is... The Bible... Everybody says like... The Bible's not a list of rules. And that is correct. The Bible is the love letter from God to his body, to his bride, um, giving us the whole of his history from the fall of man to redemption and restoration and the second coming of Christ and the final judgment. And so we are going to start with, yes, we know that he loves us because he gave Jesus for us. But then what do we do with that? Like, Mm -hmm. what does it look like when Paul says, work out your salvation? And, and what does it look like when Jesus says, be holy because I am holy. And what does that look like on a daily basis? We're going to start with one simple verse and we are going to end at judgment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and we're going to give you a few things in between to help give you a clear set of anchors, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, milestones, and yes. just ways to anchor your thoughts and your life and and all those things because we'll see in the end. Okay, Second Peter one. I haven't gotten there yet. Second Peter one. Okay, can I read it? I would love for you. Oh, to read I it. love I this. I love when you read. Okay. His divine power, I'm starting with verse 3, and it says, at the heading of mine, it says, making one's calling and election sure. Verse 3, his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And through these, through his own glory and goodness, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them his great and precious promises, we may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires, which is our flesh. Mm -hmm. So, verse 5, For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. I'm going to count these. Let's start over. Add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness love for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our lord jesus christ but if anyone does not have them he's nearsighted and blind and he's forgotten that he's been cleansed from his past sins Verse 10, 
Therefore, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Scariest Ooh. verses ever. <laughs> There's a know, lot there. You know what's so scary about those verses? There's two words. Ineffective and unproductive. Ineffective when I read those verses, I'm like... That is the last thing, literally, I wake up every single morning, and I'm like, don't let this day be ineffective and unproductive. Wow. Those mm-hmm. are just, I... Th- Do you know what ineffective and unproductive means? Absolutely madness, just That worthless. you're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we just said this. I mean, I can't believe we just said the same word at the same time, but... But it's so true. Oh, if you're man. ineffective... And you're unproductive. You would Literally, be fired so fast. Oh my gosh, you would be fat and lazy. Like you'd have they like the potato chips, it's like crumbs on your chest. Like, <laughs> gross. <laughs> that is so oh my gross. Word. Like you have like a coke stain on your mm. lip. Like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I'm telling. I'm not even joking. This is like I believe it. Nightmare. I, I know. <laughs> I know. This is why I don't sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so y'all again, that is first Peter no, second Peter I'm a wing one three through (laughs) ten through eleven. Okay. Second Peter one three through eleven. What does this look like in daily life not to be laying on the couch with potato chip crumbs? I think this is definitely a process. Mm, Okay, because he starts at the beginning. And y'all, before we start that, I want to um, look at verse 11 real quick. We don't want to be ineffective and unproductive. Definitely not. And the second reason we're talking about this is because we want to receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom. Okay? We're not just talking about fire insurance. But because you do these things, you will never stumble. Yes, you will never stumble. Never stumble. And that's when you receive, will receive Yes. you're saying. Just like, yeah. Because yes. I think it's super important to just be like, you will, like this, the Bible literally tells us that we will never stumble, like when we get all of this. Yes. When we get it, which is why you want to get it. Because. I don't like falling. I don't like falling. It hurts. Oh yeah, it does. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. Can I, can I tell them? And like, just to, like well, I'm just telling y'all, okay, <laughs> we've talked about having the trials and consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Yeah. And y'all, Amy has been doing girl talk since, I mean, it's going on 10 years now. And, and we, the Lord brought us together to do this and we have found so much stuff in this study over the past three weeks that we've been trying to do and every time we try to do the thing we're supposed to be doing something happens that the enemy does to knock us out (laughs) and so (laughs) and so this past week or weekend it was friday night (laughs) no it was like two days ago what day are we on i forget (laughs) what day it is it was like Um, tuesday night Okay, Monday night or something, we were here fixing dinner, and she comes over here. to. She had made her plate. We were all making our plates to come sit down at the table, and she sits down with her plate, 
and she feels like she's going to pass out. And so she gets up to walk into another room to go sit on the sofa because she doesn't want to pass out in front of everybody because, you know, we're all here about to have dinner and everything. I just didn't want to bother anybody. I know. She didn't want to bother anybody because she's always such a servant. And so she walks across the kitchen and literally that's when she faints and falls on my island and rolls over and lunges and, like, full body into my china cabinet and I'm standing probably the 10 china feet cabinet, away. We're not allowed to touch. <laughs> Nobody. It's here. And you know, you just don't lean against the china cabinet. You don't even touch the china cabinet. You don't lean against it. You don't anything. And her body goes full force because she's trying to run at this point into yeah, the next I'm room. Out at this point. But she's already passed out. So her body is still in motion and she twists and starts mumbling. I really, I mean, seriously, it scared me to death because I thought she was having a seizure. Across the island, her face goes into the glass of the china cabinet, and I hear it all shat, like, nothing broke, but it just all, I mean, like something, like somebody was shaking it. So it sounds like, like you hear all the glasses, the, the china and everything, and I thought it was broken, but I wasn't looking at that. I just fall, saw her fall on the ground. And and so the enemy was trying to take her out again. And so again, hurting, uh, falling hurts because yes. she just felt, she fell. Mm -hmm. And I tell y'all all that because why would you do that on purpose? Like, I know she didn't do it on purpose. And so if we can avoid falling, which this verse tells us, Wait, that I we, didn't fall. I passed out. Right, exactly. Okay, That's what I'm saying. Know, in case she you missed that. <laughs> she did actually pass out. And we we called the paramedics. We checked her blood pressure. We checked everything. We got her some Gatorade. She ended up eating her dinner. She's she's fine. You know, there are no health problems. But all that to say, the enemy was trying to take her out to not get this video made because the the enemy knows how important this is for everybody to see. Um, for everybody to know. So we don't want to fall. We don't want to stumble. It's like, oh, oh the, for if like, you do these things, you will never fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You will never fall. And I think Proverbs 31 says that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, it does so, it a lot. Just in mm -hmm. the reminder of like, I don't know. I mean, it, it does say that you will never stumble, but I also think there's that way of like, you're not going to get taken out, which is all through the Bible. Like God's mm -hmm. always, I mean, as believers... When we are falling, which, like, you say this all the time, we talked about it in the intro, like, when we truly are living out, like, all of this and all of what the Bible says, like, mm -hmm. you're not, like, I mean, I woke up, like, you know, like, it was, it's, mm -hmm. you're not going to get taken out, mm -hmm. and I think that's a really important thing to remember, like, when we're thinking about our relationship with ourselves is knowing, like, God's always stronger than us, like, God's always mm -hmm. bigger and better and stronger than, like, we will ever be. Yeah, and 1 Peter 1, verse 5 says, and it's talking about um, God being our living hope, says, we who through faith are shielded by God's power. So we are always shielded by His power when we are following His ways. So, back to this being a process, mm -hmm. all these eight, we counted eight things, eight things, yeah. Um, the first one is faith. Add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. So as you're, you have faith, you're like, okay, I'm going to try to be these good things. Oh, well, 
I don't know what good is until I learn more about it. Mm -hmm. So you have to add knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. Oh, well, I know I've got to do these things. I'm having such a hard time. And then, you know, there goes... Paul with, I, I do what I don't want to do. I yeah. want to do it, but I can't stop. And It's like and, working out. I know we say that mm-hmm. a lot, and it's the analogy that a lot of people use, but, like, nobody truly, I mean, I even see trainers post, like, they don't, they're, your body, your flesh, like, you, you're putting yourself through pain. Mm-hmm. And there's also times where, like, you're, like, tearing through things. You're to, tearing your like, muscle to, to make build it stronger. It and, like, mm-hmm. nobody wants to go through the pain. But, like, when you truly know, like, the mm-hmm. outcome of it, like, you you want that. You desire it. Like, mm-hmm. those trainers, people every day, like, we work out every day knowing, like, it's not what we really, like, feel like doing, but we want it. And that's really, it's, I mean, that's and, Jesus in, like, a much yeah smaller way Jesus is so much bigger well and Paul says put off sin and put on righteousness and and I heard one time where that Greek or Hebrew word for put off came from the word gymnazo which Mm -hmm. is where we get gymnasium which is exercise yeah so it is Mm -hmm. it's a very applicable illustration Mm -hmm. what you just said um, to self-control, perseverance, keep on going, and to perseverance, godliness. So as we persevere more and more and, and grow in word and, and grow in this um, fruits of the Spirit, we are more godly, and to godly, brotherly kindness. Okay, so the more godly we are in loving our brother, you know, First John says, if anyone knows God, he loves his brother. If he doesn't love his brother, he doesn't know God. Um, and to brotherly kindness, love and that's where you know we will be like Jesus when we are able to love our enemies and overcome evil with good so from that mark 12 is the one it just tells us i mean all throughout the bible deuteronomy like all through there's just Jesus in the gospels is telling us like to um love the lord our god love wait yeah love the lord your god love the lord your god love why do I keep saying that? Love on. the Lord your God with all okay, your heart, soul, okay. strength, and love mind, and love your neighbor yeah. as yourself. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's the greatest of the commandments. Yes. Yeah, so love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about how Jonathan loved David as himself. Like, that was mm-hmm. said. And so it's super, like, but how do you love how do you love your neighbor as yourself if, first, you don't even know yourself? Mm-hmm. And then, second of all, if you don't love yourself? Mm-hmm. And then there's the conflict of, like, if you love yourself too much and you've got, like, your self-worship going on, mm-hmm. then, like, you're not going to love your neighbor as yourself because you're too selfish to see past yourself. Mm-hmm. And then if you hate yourself, you can't love others. So right, there's all that, which we go in later. We have a week where we will study more in depth, like, our relationship with others. Mm-hmm. But it's super important to know, like, yeah, like, it's our most, or it's our second most important commandment like Mm -hmm. after loving God and um and so like we can't have a a healthy relationship with others if we don't like have a healthy relationship with with ourselves Mm -hmm. and so like we said like this isn't like worshiping yourself and it's not like Mm -hmm. self not Not being conceited yeah it's not conceited self-worship like it's not thinking that you're the best and no one's like you and like no one Mm -hmm. can ever do like what you do Mm -hmm. and like like we've been watching Emma and like 
I just thought about how she was just like, why would I ever want to do anything? Like, I have the best life. Like, she doesn't want to grow. She doesn't want to get any better because she just thinks like, oh, I'm just great the way I am. Mm-hmm. And like, literally no one can tell her anything different. And like, right. that's obviously not how we are mm-hmm. called to. And so like, this is like your relationship with yourself and like knowing and loving yourself is loving who like our dad made you to be mm-hmm. and like who you truly are, like the purpose that you're put on this earth. And, and like, knowing, knowing, you. knowing your strengths and your weaknesses because we all have them and that's where humility comes in is knowing humility is not just thinking oh I'm horrible. Yeah. I'm a horrible person. Oh, and you're so much better than me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really not that That's good. That's actually false humility. That's false humility. Humility is knowing, oh, God's word says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully mm-hmm. made. That yeah. he loves me. He honors me. And because he knows me and loves me, he knows you and loves you too. Yeah. And hey, let's be friends. Right. And hey, we're all in this together. Right. And how can I serve you? Yeah. Hey, you want to go help a friend over here. Yeah. Hey, that is humility. Humility is agreeing with God. Mm-hmm. And um and the false humility or pride is disagreeing yeah. with God. Right. So really false humility is pride. Right. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> mm-hmm. that with Saul and David. We talked about like with Rachel and Leah like using our differences in what we have and what we don't have like mm-hmm. for each other mm-hmm. and um and yeah, like loving yourself Mm -hmm. exactly the way that God has made you because Mm -hmm. like if you were supposed to be different like God would have made you that way so yeah God doesn't make mistakes he doesn't make mistakes and he did not make a mistake when he made you and so to walk in that is like Mm -hmm. number one to having a relationship with yourself being able to make decisions like we're going to talk about like just being able to go through life like you have to realize Mm -hmm. God did not make a mistake when he Mm -hmm. made you right and he made all things good. Yes. And he's in charge of all things. Right. And he is our authority. Yes. Right. Yes. So right. that goes into, um, like, who, who is your authority? Like who is who, your authority? Who do you choose? Because you are. You're made in the image of God. You are his. Like, he, mm-hmm. he I mean, you nothing takes you out. And we're going to talk about this a little bit. But, like, nothing takes you out of, like, God's hand. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah. The life and breath of every living creature. Because you can is in walk his out hands. of God's will. That's your choice. But, okay, you were bought with a price. You're his. You're bought with a price. Uh-huh. So like, but we also have that free will of like who your authority is. And so like, you can have yourself as your authority, which is a terrible idea. But <laughs> right. you, whatever you want to choose, you can have God as your authority. You can have the world as your authority. It kind of goes back to who you worship and like just the energy that you put in like mm-hmm. I mean who are you like are you letting social media tell you who you are and what you want to be are you mm-hmm. letting like the bible and god and like that authority over your life or mm-hmm. are you letting yourself like your flesh rule you and be like mm-hmm. self governing and like have your own authority autonomy which, yeah which is it's I mean word. you go through the whole like literally if you read Jesus's words into like what are you doing when no one's watching like that really proves who your authority is because mm-hmm. if you're letting your flesh be your authority and just whatever you think is good and whatever you want to do and like letting yourself be the one that is like making your choices for you like you're gonna sin every single time and and there's another verse that we're about to get into that speaks to that because we are talking about who we are and how we live because on the judgment day we will be judged for everything so um 
we have to understand that God is always the final authority. And he, in his word, has given us earthly authorities. When we're yeah. children, he says, children, obey your parents as mm -hmm. is pleasing to the Lord. Um, even he told the disciples to give to Caesar what is Caesar's. He told them to pay their taxes and that to be under government rule because he's the one that puts the government into place mm -hmm. and even the king's heart is in his hand. So no matter what's going on where, God says, honor honor yeah. your authority. Yeah, so, so that's the like, God's our ultimate authority mm -hmm. and then like we talked about this last week or with the relationship in the Bible, like and but like you have God as your authority, but he always is going to put someone not between you, but someone like that is above you that speaks into your life. It's just the model that he's given, like mm -hmm. throughout the whole scriptures. Like there's always someone who is your authority who's like because again, like you can't let your flesh rule we you. We were made for relationships. And yeah, we were made for accountability. If you're in isolation with like, oh God's my authority, I'm just gonna read the Bible and know what to do. Like you're not going to. Like that's right. not the way that God made us. And yeah. so we have God as our authority, but we also have our mentors, discipleship, like our parents, parent, like parent figures, like just whoever mm -hmm. God. I mean, there's so many. Your trusted person yeah. that He has put in your life. Accountability, like mm -hmm. there's always going to be that person above yes. you who is in authority um, above that, and that goes with like what boundaries we have in place to protect ourselves, like from ourselves, and that's like such a big thing. Like you need to have someone. Like we talked about that. We've talked about this. Like accountability partner we all need boundaries like we all need we all need help and even like even if you've n never looked at anything bad on your phone you should have things blocked like right. you should you I need mean, your filters in place like why would you just let the whole like oh yeah I'm fine I don't struggle with anything so I'm just gonna it's fine I'll never do it like I heard an illustration of a drug addict who still had drugs in his house <laughs> and he was like yeah I mean I'm fine I'm not doing it anymore so it doesn't matter and then there's a there's a verse in Proverbs that talks about, like, a man that has, like, he's, like, holding fire to his chest, expecting not to be burned. Right. And it's the same thing. Like, why we have our phones, especially y'all. Like, you have your phone. You have social media. You have Snapchat. You have everything right here in your face. And if you have no authority and no boundaries against that, like, Satan will, like, he Tempting. will let he will your flesh. He is trying to destroy you. Every time. So, he you've got to have. to destroy you. Like, this is the, the. You've got to know yourself. You have to have the authority over you. You have to know God as your authority. You have to know accountability as your authority. And you have to have boundaries in place because, like, if you just think you're fine, you're not. And that's, right. I mean, and that's where we, we, your relationship with Jesus is first in this because that's, that's your number one boundary. That's what builds your boundaries. Like, this is completely, like, I mean. Yeah. It's against what the world, like, if you were to tell someone else that isn't following God, or someone that was like didn't understand this they'd be like what like you can't make your own decisions but like mm -hmm. that's i am making my own decision to be <laughs> accountable because, to someone yeah because like mm -hmm. you shouldn't trust yourself you should trust god and you should trust authority and you should trust accountability but like paul well, didn't even trust himself and there's a verse i think it's first corinthians it's 10 12 says so if you're if you think you're standing firm be careful that you don't fall no temptation has seized you except what that is common to man. Okay? Mm -hmm. So he's basically saying, you know, if it weren't for God's grace on our lives, we'd all be in jail. Yeah. And I heard a pastor say that one time. So all that to say, if you love yourself, 
honor God and allow accountability and authority in your life. Yeah. Because otherwise, what we always talk about, you're on God's team or you're on Satan's team. Yeah, you and don't show Satan, up to Alabama practice in Auburn, Georgia. <laughs> and Satan is the one who is like, I, I'm I'm the best here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I can do it. Yeah. Why can't I? Mm-hmm. So, don't be like that. Yeah. And it goes back to, like, putting off sin and putting on righteousness. Like, really, yeah. like, when we live in sin and we're going after, like, Satan and we're going on, like, we're not going to love ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way, like, you are living unhealthy. You are living in what you were not made to live in. Like, mm-hmm. you are going to be miserable. And Satan will lie to you every time and tell you, like, oh, that sin looks so fun. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you do that? It's like, a why? Trick. And then, like, literally right after, mm-hmm. if not right after, like, you feel terrible. And you, yeah, I mean, it's just. And, and then there are some people who just do whatever they want to do. And they're like, oh, and that's why Jesus died on the cross. And yeah. Jesus still loves me. But, I mean, I guess. In comparison to who we are in Christ to sin, like, you literally are, you're miserable and you're unhealthy. And, yeah, when you do it enough, it gets to the point where you don't even feel like you're miserable. Right. You don't feel like you're miserable, but then, at some point, you're empty. But the point is, is there's a difference in just doing what you, whatever you want to do and living in sin and then calling yourself a Christian and then trying to follow God's ways and God's word and putting and then saying oh i'm struggling with that and then confessing it to the lord and to someone else because scripture says confess your sins and be healed um confess your sins to one another and be healed um there's a difference in those two things and the one who is constantly confessing their sin because they don't like it and Mm -hmm. then trying to put it off and put on righteousness that is much different from the person who's just walking around doing whatever they want to do and say, it's fine, Jesus died for my sin. Because Psalm, I think it's Psalm 66, 18 through 20 says, and this is David saying, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and heard my voice in prayer. Praise be the God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. So God knows Mm -hmm. our sin. He knows, that's why he sent Jesus. He knows everything. Proverbs 3, or Proverbs, one of them, maybe 3, 5. Um, No, that's not it. Um, Proverbs says, The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he sees everything. He knows everything. So why not just confess your weaknesses to him and, and, and walk in righteousness? Because, which is coming next, we we are going to have to give an account for all these things in our life. There mm-hmm. will be days of judgment. 